Uh, Malkovich, Malkovich, uh, Malkovich, 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 um, it's your, it's, it's your boy, S- Sam. And this is Jake. Yeah, we're just sitting here. I'm sitting all crisscross applesauce on the floor. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a good time. It's a great day. Yeah, although I haven't had my morning wine. Don't talk to me unless I've had my morning <laughs> wine. <laughs> my morning wine. This girl needs some wine. Oh my god. Have gosh. you seen those cups at the, like, the Dollar Tree? I want one of those. Like, Let's I love go, those shirts. It's literally a dollar. Let's go buy it. I might. Like, like I the hate, t-shirts that are, like, not your demographic. I hate wine girls. Like, yeah. why is that a thing? I feel like we always rip on, like, horse girls, but wine yeah. girls need to be stopped. Like, yeah, what? Like, why do they always talk? It's, I feel like, 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 on Twitter, they're always posting about, like, oh, man, I could really go for some wine right now, or, ooh, just another night alone reading with some wine. It's like, what are you proving? I don't know. And it's not even like they're connoisseurs of wine. No, they have no idea. That they, are just, like, they just get oh, whatever. Because really? at least then it's like an intellectual thing. Like, oh, yeah, there's this one's really fruity and you can taste like the slight bitter of the, <laughs> yeah. you know, with that. It's like, okay, that's kind of cool. That's interesting. Mm. But it, it's just, like you guys are just glorified alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just like. Well, but they don't even like they have a little and they're like, oh, I'm tipsy now. Oh, yeah. I drink wine. But like, if someone like, like if someone did the exact same posts. But they were not a middle-aged white woman, and they freaking, like, they were drinking beer or, like, whiskey. People would be like, dude, are you okay? Are you, yeah, are are you, you an alcoholic? Right. <laughs> like, dude, there would be an intervention. But no, because it's drink. a wine mom, we're just wine moms doing what wine moms do. <laughs> Let's start a wine moms club. <sighs> I would love, I would love a, t- a t-shirt that just says, I'm a wine mom and proud. <laughs> and like proud. That. Like, oh, I used to have this t-shirt that had two big thumbs up pointing to me. Uh-huh. It said, this girl is going to be a mommy. I, I just don't love like that. that. I, I love really it. don't like that. <laughs> just things where uh-huh. you don't even. And I got one of my friends to have a t-shirt that said, I may not be rich or famous, but I have priceless grandchildren. <laughs> and it's, just, it's so funny to wear shirts that are just not your demographic at all. I just... <laughs> I just really I hate those shirts, the Walmart shirts that are like. That's where I got it. Too. I'm sure you did. Like in the same category, you could put like the wolf shirts. Oh my gosh, those are another <laughs> level. And those are, and the freaking like, like, like the shirts that are something about sarcasm mm. or like politically correct definition. It's like what someone says who when they're a whiner or something yeah. like that you know you're just like why are those ones that's why like, must we do this and then the only people oh, that the gamer buy them are like freaking like trailer perk like oh but nothing holds a candle people. to gamer shirts gamer, gamer shirts. shirts are seriously don't make fun level. of gamer shirts come on freaking don't mess with me because I'm really close to leveling up and you look like just enough xp no. like that crap mm. Mm. <laughs> Like, I'm single, oh, taken, gamer. Oh, I hate that. I love oh, it. Oh, that I hurts me it. inside. Because I know that as a kid, I wanted one of those shirts. Oh, I, yeah. like, high-key I had, wanted I had one. a couple. I had the kids' version of that. You know, like, three things I do. Sleep. Eat. Annoy my sisters. Yeah. yeah. You know, or you had, it's like, like homework, play video games. Homework. 
Yeah. Feed the homework to my dog. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's like got the kid with the backwards cap who's a stick figure and it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the shoot, man. Cap. Bro, I how come it. every person you disliked in elementary school had that shirt that had two stick figures and he like takes the like the stick figures back like line and it says, I got your back. Have you seen that? I went to a private school. I wore uniforms. Oh, freak you, <laughs> so man. So I'm pathetic. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Never mind. That joke was wasted on you, but... I know. Anyway, we need to get back to the topic. Yeah. Was there a topic? Oh, yeah. Yes. So we recommended a movie last time, if you mm. could hear it, because of the stupid freaking audio problem. Yeah, once again, apologize for that. It's the first time we've done something like this, yeah. and we're just kind of winging it, but man... Mm-hmm. That was so frustrating because we had so many gems, so many pure gems. Yeah, I mean, they're still in there. It's just mostly you just hear me and him. Sounds like I'm the camera guy. And I'm just like, I'm just like. That's great. Gosh dang it. It's okay. Anyway. Anyway, so hopefully this one's better. Yeah, if it's not, put it in the comments below. Hopefully this is still, is, is this still recording? I'm terrified. Yeah. We both recommended a movie because that's that, that's what we do at the end of every episode. Yep. Uh, we recommend one movie for the other person that we've seen and they haven't, kind of fitting a certain theme. Um, this one was our favorite. And this is specifically our favorite movies that the other person hasn't seen. Like mine is Lord of the Rings, but Jake has already seen that. Yeah. And yours is Sing, uh, what, what? Sing Street, yeah. Yeah, and, that I, and I've already seen that. Um, and so it's just, yeah. Um, and the movie I recommended for Monsieur Jake was a little gem from 1999 called Being John Malkovich. Um, Jake, would you like to would you like yeah, to explain I would love, this I would love to crazy explain. story? Holy <laughs> shit. I don't know where to start. Um, so I'm surprised I have not seen this movie until now. Um, it's one of those that I've heard about for, you know, in pop culture for a really long time. It's, mm-hmm. I, from what I've heard, it, it's very um critically acclaimed movie it's very um it's a yeah it's a great movie um but basically the the general synopsis is that it's about um the concept of there's this door that you can go through and when you go through the door you can see through the eyes of a famous actor john malkovich specifically only him Mm -hmm. um and you can do it for about 15 minutes um, and so, and then you get spit out. And then you on get the spit ditch. out on the <laughs> random side of the freeway, which is the most bizarre concept to me, and it took me so much <laughs> surprise. But um, basically, and it's about that, and underlying that, it's about um, lots of other things, relationships mm-hmm. and um, destruction and hate and all sorts of things, mostly about like the mind and how it gets twisted. Anyway, yeah. I, there's it's it's a very interpretive movie, but oh, yeah. basically, it's just about following um, <clears throat> mainly John Cusack's character and his wife. And kind of how, and then also um, a woman that he meets at his job and kind of how that all spirals out of control from, from him finding the door to the rest of the movie. Maxine. Maxine. Maxine, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I, so a little fun fact. Every time I've shown someone this movie, because obviously I'll say I freaking love this movie. Mm-hmm. Every time I ask someone this, I show someone this movie, I ask them the same question. Which is, like, what do you think is the main theme of the movie? Hmm. Um, I've shown five different people, and I've gotten five different answers, and they're pretty much all, like, correct. So, um, what was, uh, what what, what do you think the main theme of the movie is? Okay. It's still fresh in my mind, because we watched it yesterday. Mm. So, I'm really excited. I'm glad we did that. Um, I feel like, for me, the thing that I picked out the most out of it um, was it's about 
lust and about mm. like like it's a you know there's all these fantasies and thoughts that go through your head throughout your life um and you have moments where you're like what if this right and i feel like this was a movie that was like okay what if this and then we actually do it and then you know how would that affect how would that affect you you know and, and how would that affect your relationships with others and what what could potentially happen right and mm -hmm. and it's so it's about like it's you know about i think it's about lust and how if you give in to that like you lose all sense of reason and like something yeah. as small as as a desire can change your whole perspective on life and yourself and make you do crazy things i i absolutely i absolutely agree um that's what's so freaking cool about this movie is it, it introduces like 400 different themes and they're all incredibly well realized yeah. without feeling overstuffed or like too long or just meandering like mm. it just feels at home and um some of the answers that i've gotten i actually wrote them down so yeah i i got yours which is love uh, lust versus love and yes. kind of the dangers of both mm. um then the person before uh, like a dreamlike memory of a failed marriage hmm. which is like which is a really interesting way to look at it. granted that person was high at the time so that kind of makes more sense um <laughs> yeah i mean um, there you go oh and i feel like i feel like this movie would be cre pretty crazy high yeah well, i'm sure it'd be oh awesome my to watch high. yeah well, i don't i don't i can't even imagine um then the person before that it was obsession and the person before that was the pursuit of happiness and i think when I first, it's it's funny because I first watched this movie. I was in auto class, and it was the stupidest class. It was full of a bunch of. I was senior year. It was full of a bunch of cringy sophomores. I can't believe were, you took auto class. I those I needed, guys. With the, I know. <laughs> I just needed one, and the freaking trucker hat boys yeah, would come in. Yeah, I just like all of them oh that would gosh. take that class. And there was this really skinny, nasty freaking person who would always flirt with me. And I was just so grossed out by her. I'm like, you're disgusting. I hate you. <laughs> one time, I feel bad. The the, I know. I feel bad. But, like, one, one time she, like, like I, I answered a question. Like, I raised my hand and answered a question. Because if you want to, like, not do anything in class, the key is to, within the first 15 to 20 minutes, answer a question. Like, raise your hand and answer a question. So it seems like you're present even when you're not. Hmm. But I answer a question, and then she turns around. She's like, nice going. High five. And I just looked at her hand, and I was like, why? <laughs> she's like, oh, harsh. And I'm like, get the freak out of here, you nasty greyhound. <laughs> oh anyway, um, that's not important. She, I don't even know what to say about she, that. I freaking hated her, man. Cause like I was that, but a boy in sophomore year, and so I, I just see myself. And I'm like, <laughs> you was a, you had some. She she brought some some introspection to your she life. Did. That you did not want. Frick, man. But anyway, <laughs> back to the point, which is seems so far away now. I was in auto class and I, I decided, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna rent this movie, see what it is, because I've heard so much about it, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah. And I just watched it blind, and literally within the after the first like dance sequence, like the puppet dance sequence, I literally exited out and then bought it. Like I was just like, I'm gonna like this movie, <laughs> and I just bought it. Really? Yeah. And I, I I watched it and I was just like, oh my gosh, I wish I didn't watch it on my phone the first time, but like yeah that crap sticks with you and you're like oh oh true 
It it explores a lot of themes and um, a lot. Yeah, I guess, oh, I guess I didn't ask you what you thought of it. What'd you think of this? Uh, this sort of uh, yeah, that's probably important to ask me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so I first off, I it might be one of the greatest movies I've seen for sure. Like as far as like it looks amazing. It looks terrible, but in an awesome way. Yeah, like, like the cinematography about, is like, good. The, right? the cinematography is really good. They put this like interesting filter that works on every with all of the scenery and all of the situations of the world that it takes place in. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, like a bluish kind of sickly hue to it. Um, and it gets more so, I think, as the movie progresses. They make it a little more intense. A lot of browns. Um, yeah, a lot of browns, a lot of gray. Washed out. And then, yeah, and just like all the lights have a slight bluish hue to them on when they're all like reflecting on a face or anything like that, which is it's really subtle, but it just kind of puts you in this feeling of like, like something is not right about this world that you're mm-hmm. living in, but it's not like it's not overwhelming. So I really liked that. Um, I re- so all of that. I love John Cusack. He's, oh, he's yeah. absolutely one of my favorite actors. Um, and considering like two of my favorite movies have him in it. And it's um, way different from his other like performances. Oh, like, it's completely different. It's crazy. Played. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've I've heard he's proud of that performance as well. I would be. I think Shoot, he does an yeah. awesome job. And um, anyway. Um, so I love that and I really loved, um, just how, just how interesting, how much it made me think about things. Mm. And that's what I like. Like we talked about in the last episode, um, which Spike Jones directed. Yeah. Um, the last movie we talked about, um, her and that one, you know, I had that same, I could tell it was directed by the same guy, right? Mm-hmm. It, because it just felt it had that same feeling to it, but it was a, also a completely different story, you know. Yeah. But what I like about both of these Spike Jones movies, um, I, I guess I said about the last one that um, I felt like it kind of like toyed with my my conception my conception of like reality and like what is love, what is what is love, baby, don't hurt. Anyway, oh, wait, content claims, right? <laughs> um, it kind of like toyed with that a little bit, and it, I like had to change my state of mind and it was like what what but then this other one was like that but even more i think Mm. to me it was like it was even more it was just like because it wasn't even really about like romance or anything it was just like it's not about one specific thing no it's just about so much anyway Mm. and so it just left me feeling like hollow but i liked it Mm -hmm. question mark (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's how i felt like people people are almost like afraid to do any kind of introspection like if you tell someone like oh you should um like you should go to therapy they immediately think like why what's wrong with me what do you think something's wrong with me screw you man when in reality it's like everyone should be constantly evaluating and reevaluating themselves and you know looking at why they think the way they think and why they do the things they do and mm. I feel like introspection is something really important, and any it's the movie way we that can come to conclusions and yeah, like move on. Yeah, because there's so much happening behind the scenes mm. that we don't even know about yeah. unless there's a huge. I was about to say microphone, uh, looking glass, the freaking Sherlock Holmes thing. I don't know. Magnifying glass. glass. Goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's like we, we should be looking at it. And I I don't know. I love movies that dive deep into that. Um, yeah, it's cool. And I think that's interesting too that you say that because I think most people don't want to watch movies like that either because of that feeling. Of yeah. like It makes causes them to like, oh, I should not. You know, they want something that's going to tell them what they want to hear and give them mm-hmm. what they want to feel. 
And I, I feel like that's why, like, this movie's incredible, but if I showed it to my dad, like, he'd be like, what a wacko piece of shit. Like, he would say that. <laughs> Probably. He's like, that's a freaking wacko shitty movie. I did not like that. I felt weird. I, I, that was whack, you know? But for me, I'm like, yeah, yeah but that's, that's the point. Yeah. It's almost like, it's almost like that's the point. And it doesn't even feel <laughs> it like... It teaches something. It, but, it doesn't feel like it's weird for the sake of being weird either. Like it's no, it's not like random. Lol. Oh, look, no, there's a butterfly and he's turned into a flower. No, it's not like that. It's no. just it's just dealing with something that's like kind of like whack, but mm-hmm. not in a like a lol random kind of way, but in like a mm-hmm. it's it's real. It's about human emotion and it's about what, the way we perceive life and yeah. existence. Anyway, I love and so I, that's what's interesting to me. Um, and so, so I'm glad we have people that are willing to make movies like that, and that they happen to be people that, you know, have an interesting perspective on life, and mm-hmm. they bring that to yeah. to life in film. I love. I, there's so much I love about this movie, and I feel yeah. like this podcast could be four hours long. But well, what are some things you specifically wanted to ask me about it? Um. Right. Right. Um. There were little moments here and there that, like, I picked up this time around because. <laughs> First of all, I guess I should talk about Charlie Kaufman. Charlie Kaufman is my favorite. Like, I love every movie he's made. It's just so personal. It's like it was written for me. They're just so freaking great. Um, And something interesting that he does that I kind of noticed is he just kind of leads you down the path of madness. And it just starts so subtly where it's like, okay, this is a little weird. Like, there's a bunch of... uh, animals in his house but you know okay okay well he's a puppeteer that's kind of weird. and it just keeps going down from there until by the end it's just insanity and um well yeah i think the first moment where i felt like oh this is not a normal movie was when he went to the place for the first time his workplace with the ceilings <laughs> it's and the like, seventh and a half the ceilings floor. or anything that are whack but like as soon as he walked in and you get that first really really appealing like i I remember that shot like so clearly in my head of him first stepping out of the elevator and everyone being like crouched over you know um that's just like iconic it's really it's really but that was the first moment i was like there's nothing like psycho about this but like yeah there's this is not going to be a normal movie what do you think the significance of that was like the lower ceilings do you think i don't know because it's interesting so like it tells you the the supposed history that they yeah bullshit but but they never actually tell you why because it's not important to the story but nah. it's just like or like where the door came from or why it was there specifically yeah. it wasn't about that it was about the people mm-hmm. which is interesting but like and their wants and lusts and desires so i really and, don't yeah. know i don't know what the deal is with that but it's just like it just adds that level of like what the fuck to yeah. like this movie like it's I so like, random that's the thing it's like I freaking Coraline looking door. I know, man. Last time I last time I watched it, not this time that we watched it together, but the time before that, I kind of I don't know. I I, I started to look at like the main character almost as a Charlie Kaufman, like mm. as a screenwriter, and it's like it makes it kind of makes sense mm. to have puppetry as like a a a. a, a I like symbolism. the puppetry theme. Oh my gosh, yeah, because they're so okay. Cool. That's a can of worms. That is a whole. That can is. Of we're gonna worms. get Sorry. there. We're gonna get there. Continue. Put a pin in that. Yeah, Put we're a pin. Right okay, that, yeah. it's like he's he's doing this puppeteering, but he can't get jobs because freaking no one cares about puppeteering. And then he looks on TV, and there's this dude who's operating a freaking four hundred foot tall puppet, and it's this big gimmicky dumb thing. And he's like, man, I just wanna I wanna be able to do something small and personal, but no one cares. 
I get beat up on the street. And so he has to get a normal job, and the job is just kind of crushing him because he's using his, his abilities, his fast fingers, literally just to freaking – For a filing company. It's a filing company. What does that even – what does yeah, that well, mean? That's not – What does that do? It's what like – I don't even – but, like, literally, it's just a visual way, I feel like, of showing that he's just being squeezed down and he's just constantly bent over and just, like, he's not able to stand and, like, fully be himself. So because, not only is it the situation he's in physically, but it's yeah. also, like, his state of mind. Exactly. His situation, his life. Yeah. It's so, it's so interesting. Uh, you brought up the puppetry. Yes. Let's go into that. Yes. Holy holy shoot it's such a clever it's such a clever thing because like oh frick i i, I just want to pass it to you you talk about this talk about okay. the freaking puppets man. so i thought first off the scenes that they did with them including the opening scene where he does the dance with the puppet is really so phenomenal awesome they, they did a great job i don't know do you know if they like actually had john cusack like learn how to do that or like, I don't just, think so. I don't think they did. But it was faked really well. It, was like, really it, well it didn't faked. feel like, oh, it's a shot of someone's hands that's clearly no. not John Cusack. It, it really was no, faked yeah, well. It, it felt like it was him. So Yeah, so that's how I feel. Um, but I liked all of the parallels. Obviously, I mean, it's pretty obvious that the puppetry stuff refers, you know, to then mm -hmm. what he ends up doing in the later up. up sorry, my brain stopped working. What he, what he ends up doing later when he... When he finds out that he can be inside John Malkovich for more than just 15 minutes, if he puts himself in there and he relaxes and he takes control, then he like he can move his body like a puppet. Like he mm -hmm. can control it and manipulate it. And so just the parallels between that, like he happens to be the one that finds him. That's his career. That's, But all of it says something like if he if that guy just like, a, I don't know. A philosophical dreamer guy that mm -hmm. kind of just like he feel he feels like he has a shitty life yeah and and there here's like something that you know is something he loves and i don't know and he wants to be successful and find some sort of escape mm -hmm. and it's kind of maxine maxine is like yeah his kind of escape which i well because he wasn't even considering any of that it was just like day to day no. oh well i'm gonna get a job and all that and then as soon as he sees her at the the work that's when everything kind of starts to shift which speaking of puppetry i want to say maxine is kind of a freaking puppeteer pup puppeteer, puppeteer goodness gracious but because like yeah i would say so because you think about it she's like i don't think that she's he's the one that reached out to her first i think he's the one she's the one that reached out to him she's like oh the story is bs Oh no, she he reached out to her. No, uh, yeah, cut he this like, out. Hey, um, but like, she's always just constantly manipulating him to like do the things that she wants. Like when she's convincing him to, oh yeah, we should sell tickets to this thing, and he's like, I don't know. And then she's like, she's like, oh come on, you know, I I, I need you, and he's like, you need me, and you can just tell that she's just like manipulating him to like mm. do the things that so she is in a way yeah. a puppeteer of other people and that's oh, yeah. why she gets fixated on like dude i can control a dude being controlled by a dude and they both love me like dude and it's yeah. kind of sick and it's really twisted, yeah really freaking twi it's basically rape like cause yeah. she he's like oh yeah i'm just gonna control you and make you have sex when you don't want to which is crazy dark 
mm-hmm. and awesome. I mean, it's not awesome, but but it's so cool. And you know, I feel like it. It's funny because I um I go, I go on Letterbox and people can make their own lists there, and mm-hmm. a bunch of them are like LGBT cinema and stuff like that. And anytime I look on those lists, being John Malkovich isn't on there, but. Like as soon as I mention it, I'm like, "Oh, you should add this movie." They're like, "Oh yeah, yeah," because it just does. It doesn't even feel like it. Just feels like a natural progression of the story. Like, oh, oh yeah, ma- ma- makes yeah. sense. I mean, when the whole, everything gets twisted, like it just kind of like it's all jumbled mess. So it's like, yeah, you don't think about it being that, but no, yeah, but it's interesting. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about that. Other than I was just like, whoa, yeah, oh, yeah you're right. Like I didn't even yeah. make that connection. You weren't even shocked because it just felt so natural that it's like, yeah, okay. Okay. like because it's all about. In in my opinion, a lot of what I got from it is wanting to be someone else, even if it's not like a crazy like because it's not Brad Pitt he's jumping into. It's no. it's John Malkovich, and everyone yeah. in the movie doesn't even know who he is. He's like. You're the jewel, th- the jewel thief, right? He's like, I've never played a jewel thief. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, no, no, I think you did. Like, no one even know. And and when they jump into his body, he's not even doing anything interesting or like acting or anything. He's like taking a shower, freaking cleaning out his eating fridge. Toast. Yeah, eating toast oh, no. and crap. Oh shoot, my phone went. Oh no. But yeah, like he's just doing monotonous things, and it's not like they're living through him these fantasies of like oh i get to be an actor it's just i get to be someone someone who's that not isn't me, me and someone that is yeah yeah and like yeah. and and so it makes sense that uh what's her face cameron diaz who they tried frumping her up but it this is literally the freaking i'm gonna use the c they word tried. I think they i'm gonna use the c word real quick it is the cutest we've freaking ever seen her. she'd be looking cute oh, in that movie dude she's dummy cute and i don't they tried but like oh, dang like she's looked beautiful and like yeah, yeah you know yeah. hot in other movies but this movie she's just yeah, she adorable, adorable like, oh yeah. man and then you're like what the so freak? cute i love but like yeah it makes sense that can she's i just like, say something here of course this yeah. might be stupid but oh, i'm absolutely. just really i'm really glad that there was nothing between her and the chimp oh <laughs> When everything gets all twisted, you know, and she's like in the cage with oh him for a long gosh. time. That sounds really <laughs> up, but like that's what I was thinking about. I was like, please don't like do don't something with the chip. Yeah. It never goes too far. Did, have to the you point. ever thought about that? Or did you yeah. ever? I don't know. I just I was like, what I is going to happen next? Like, oh, anything could happen because they're a freaking wacko. Oh, it really could. But. Like, <laughs> just the chimp has a character arc. He Elijah, has a character. Oh, yeah, we have and to it talk comes about out that. Of Why does he have, like, a Vietnam flashback to when he had to untie? That was so random. He's like, uh, he's, got, uh, he's got some PTSD, feelings of inadequacy as a chimp. And it's like, oh, that's <laughs> funny. Haha. And then, like, later it he actually, actually comes has in. a flashback and then it unties her. That's so funny. But it kind of feeds into the same theme of, like, you don't really know what someone else's struggles are. You don't really know what's going on inside someone's head or what they've been through anything like that that's one of the many themes there's oh gosh there are so many many. themes i told you already about this but i kind of want to explain it to our to our sexy attractive gorgeous viewers nice looking beautiful probably have a great personality unless you're underage in which case freak off you're not but enjoy listen enjoy anyway i don't because you anyway (laughs) good lord um yeah but I feel like most movies are 
are kind of like trees where basically there's one seed of an idea that grows upwards into a big mm. thing. You know, and that's not like, oh, it's a lesser way to make movies or anything like that. But that's just what I think. You know, the seed could be I want to make a movie about a, a heist. Uh, I want to make a movie about zombies or, oh, I want to make a movie about uh, reliving the same day over and over again, blah, blah, blah. You know, and it kind of sprouts and grows outwards. But Charlie Kaufman's movies are so interesting because they they grow more like a fungus where it's like, I want to make a movie about loneliness. It's like, okay, well, what comes with loneliness? Uh, feeling disconnected from everyone. Feeling like nobody understands like what you're saying or what you mean. It just kind of builds in like different directions. Yeah, it just it's just a fungus. There's a fungus among us. <laughs> I hated that. I, me too. It, 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 it never feels like, you know, 13 Reasons Why, you know, where it's just like, oh, this is a movie about <laughs> that suicide. That is a kid of worms. I cannot. <laughs> like, oh, this is a movie about a TV show about suicide and revenge. Um, and Border Patrol. And abortion. But just, 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 throw it all just for here. one episode, though. Just for one. Just, just, just like a in. scene. Oh, and then gosh. just shove a broom handle up the kid's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you watch that part? Of course. Oh man, it's so. Oh my gosh, the last season is hilarious. It is. Is so it really? Fun. I haven't seen it. Because like it's constantly like, it's it's like a it's a bacteria where it's just like constantly growing and evolving. It's, an it's a cancer it's a where can- it's growing <laughs> and evolving and just like compounding oh, no. and destroying itself and like everything is stupid you know the rapist from the first season yeah yeah, yeah. this freaking third season he has like a redemption arc where it's like hey does he really yeah he's the reason she committed suicide yeah Yeah. why does he have a redemption arc? he's like they're like man he's such a nice guy look at him painting the walls with his mom oh and it's like what the the frick is happening well i wanted to shoot that guy in the head that first season dude we all did but he's a nice guy and he comes back but he's so but don't worry (laughs) he comes back in the fourth season as a ghost what i wish i was joking anyway anyway but that's just (laughs) but hey but that's just a theory Uh, any other thoughts we wanted to have about this one (laughs) of course yeah um yeah i wanted to what what was your favorite like scene out of the whole thing? Shoot, <laughs> I don't know. It's I don't know if it was my favorite, but it just flew through my head. It was where he does the dance, but in his body. Yeah, that that's was kind fun. of a cool scene. Yeah, I oh, even such... though it's whack. I don't know if that's the one I like the most though. Well, I'll I'll go while you give it a tank. Yeah, yeah, I'll um, think about it. Go. I I love the character of uh, Dolores or Doris the the executive liaison oh yeah yeah who can't understand anything it's so freak it's hilarious because it's like like the more you think about it, the more you're like that is hilarious because she's a she's a speech impedimentologist who has a hearing problem so she just is like oh everyone's just a speech everyone has everyone a has a speech impediment and it kind of but it still has and a he's theme. convinced that he has yeah, one and it's because so he's just sorry trusts, you probably can't understand he's like no i i, I can completely like <laughs> just oh my gosh i love her that is, that's nice and i love him too because he's just he's the only character in the whole movie who's completely honest like with who he is with what he wants 
he just talks. He's like, yeah, you know, I want to feel Dolores' naked thighs against mine. It's like, oh, shoot. This is uncomfortable. But it's like... Yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. Oh, like, yeah. But it all, right feels, it all feels like kind of natural, though. The whole... Oh, but the scene would be the interview scene. Like, everything leading up to it. Her being, like, getting his name wrong. And then him being like, oh, actually, my name is Craig Schwartz. And he's like, oh, Security! Like, it's just this stupid, <laughs> yeah. or like where he holds up the two things, and it's like, I which really one of these do you, do you really, like? <laughs> like which one's one not a letter, from? sir. Ah, damn, you're good. I was like, trying to trick you. <laughs> like, what the freak? That's, yeah, I really like that. Like, I like even the, though it's I like hilarious. how fast-paced it is, too. Like, his oh, responses yeah. are just so, like, quick and, like, negative. It's like, oh, okay. Just so bizarre. I do. I like. But there's so it. much bizarre. thematic like meat behind it still, yeah, even yeah. though it's that. Because it goes, it goes to the concept of like commun- miscommunication. Like, I want you to understand, but you're not. You because because you can't understand, and it, it it still just subtly adds to that theme of just like no one really understands you, and it's depressing. But it's 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 just beautiful, and it's. It's so and it's it's hilarious. I it, even like the theme at the end. I think I think that might be my favorite scene. Oh. As much as I hated it, Oof. was the ending part where they're like together at the pool and you find out that he is trapped. Like 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 what what's his face was was saying that he would be, mm. um, if he didn't you know get out or do the thing, then he would get trapped in forever, just in the in the subconscious, <sighs> and then he's forced to just like watch out of her eyes through her whole life, you know, and like that 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 part was like a really good looking scene actually oh and, yeah and like it was just really cool it has and the like most the color mystery to it everything. yeah it does and the mystery to it was kind of like ooh, and then mm-hmm. but it's just like i think that's probably my favorite one even though, even though it messed me up i was like that's oh, yeah. that's, ter- that's terrifying absolutely crazy but but it was really appealing to me and i was like holy cow it's a great way to seal the movie like to finish it off you're like oh shit because the thing he wants the whole time is to be someone else and that's what he gets at the end the thing that's why that's why i feel like the theme is about lust more than anything because when you go after that you're there you're never rewarded in the Mm -hmm. long run like he even has sex with her he marries her right Mm -hmm. they have a kid like he he is john malkovich he's done all those things he gets his puppet dream and but because he followed that there, he went the negative route and he got the negative consequences eventually because you're always gonna like yeah you're always gonna stir the waters you're always gonna there's something that's gonna happen and eventually and your desires aren't gonna be in the right place there's nothing healthy about that so you're not gonna mm-hmm. resolve there's just gonna be eventually there's gonna be a climax and something is gonna happen yeah and i i just feel like that's everything's gonna fall apart and so he got he got yeah. kind of what he deserved he was the mm-hmm. first one to be like to rock the boat he found the thing he wanted to cheat on his wife, and from mm-hmm. there, everything spiraled out of control, right? Like, not only did he... It's like everything he wants gets just thrown in his face. Yeah. And it's because, like, his intentions aren't correct. Yeah. But even, like, with his puppetry, you know? I think it comes from him being like, I just want to do what I love. And then everything, like, his whole thought process is like, I just want to do what I love. I'm going to yeah. have it. So it's like, oh, you like this girl and you want to cheat on your wife? Joke's on you. Now your wife is going to cheat on you with that girl. I know. That was such a fucking plot twist. I was like, no way. What is I, happening? I love the character of Maxine and her character arc. Like, because I didn't... The mo- it was the one... I hated her. Like, she was the worst. Yeah, I was like, why is he going for her? Like, his wife oh. is so sweet and nice. And but like... then at the end, it's like, 
you're like, you know, I get you. And and you actually kind of like her because she's like, yeah, I, I, I got to manipulate. I made it my way to the top. Heck yeah. And yeah. then after like being pregnant, she's just like dead inside because she's like, I freaking lied to myself. She's like, I lied to myself and did all this crap. And now yeah. I'm just dead inside. It's like, and I actually They all followed care. that. They all yeah. followed the like. Oh, it's, it's crazy. There's so much there. I f- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're getting way too long into this one. Yes, and we haven't even talked about the second one. We need to talk about the second one. But I think um, we should um, give our ratings and yeah, move we should to the second. So, uh, what do you think you would give it? I think after watching it, I'm probably gonna give the movie a nine. Mm, nice. I'm I'm comfortable giving the movie a friggin' ten out of ten. Really, from I, Sam? Oh yeah. I ten don't. Out of ten. I don't do that like often because cause, like they're all of the mo- the problems I have with this movie are so nitpicky. Like it's like oh uh, this you can tell by looking at his mouth kind of that he's that there's it's dubbed and like stuff like that. That's like it didn't take me out of the movie or anything. It was just so minor and stupid that I'm like I don't I don't care, man. This is because. Cause like it, it, it's like two hours long and it just breezes by. Cause mm. it's just sprinting in like crazy directions. Just flies, goes batshit crazy in two seconds, and then you're like, "What the fuck's happening <sighs> for the rest of the time?" And it just is gone. And it's so, it's I, I think it's freaking masterpiece. I don't think I think most. I think it's really good. Oh my god! But I kind of have the same thing, like I said about that. I felt about the last one. I was very uncomfortable. Oh yeah. <laughs> but is it one of the greatest movies I've ever seen? Yes, a hundred percent. And the thing is, what that's so cool about it is, you literally do get so much out of it by yeah, rewatching it. Like, if you rewatch it like ten years from now, you'll you'll answer a different question on the theme. Yeah, because like you are different, and so you respond to different things. That's it's so true. Good. That's true. It's you so see good. it a different way. I'd like to watch it a bunch more times so I can. Well, I don't want to watch it a bunch more times, but also I do, so I can pick it apart yeah. like that. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, John Malkovich is he's an underrated gem. It's a winner. He, no, I mean him. John Malkovich. He is a winner. He's so un. He's a good he's, actor. He's I uncomfortable when, too. <laughs> well, we I love what we talked about too, and um, the, one of the only things we talked about. Usually, after we watch these movies, we vow to not talk about them mm-hmm. until we get on the podcast, and that is a very difficult thing, especially as we watch movies oh, together. Yeah. Like last night, we were like, "I bid you adieu," and then we both just like split ways at the end of the night, and it was all we could do to not talk about. The things that we it's had like seen. Like cinematic blue balling. Oh, <laughs> cinematic blue ball. You're just like... It's, it's like the freaking... Never mind. I'm scared. <laughs> I was going to say that being John Malkovich was like... was like the Belladelphine of the... Oh, no. Of the, of the no, that's J.J. Abrams. Which we're gonna, J.J. Abrams. We're going to talk about him oh, next no. episode. Yeah, next episode will be interesting. Don't freaking even. Don't but, you, don't you mm. go away. But anyway, John anyway. Malkovich, you were saying... Um, I can't remember. Oh yeah, he the, when he he acts when when he's being possessed or taken over by John Cusack's character, he acts like John Cusack's character. Like he and he does it well too. Like he his mannerisms are like captured perfectly mm-hmm. in, in John Malkovich's body. It's awesome. Same thing with Lester too at the end where he's like that too. Yeah, he, like, he, oh, he acts perfectly I'm, like Lester. Yeah, it's so he's I such a that. great actor. It's awesome. Oh. So it's way good. Anyway. There's so much more you can talk about. If you haven't seen it, sorry, we spoiled Please. all of it. We forgot to do the disclaimer. Oh, but I'm sure yeah. you can assume at this point that we're going to talk all about the movie. Yeah. And, um, yeah. What, what was the other movie we watched? I, I forgot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so we're going to introduce the second movie that we watched last night as a double feature. Um, it's one of my favorite movies. It's in my top three. 
of uh, of any movie I've watched. I just I love it always. Um, it is called Say Anything, which is another John Cusack movie, but from the eighties, and um, and wildly different from the uh, absolute one eighty <laughs> difference, obviously from um, from being John Malkovich, but um, still an awesome movie. It's one of my favorites, like I said, and so I guess Sam, do you want to just give like a general rundown of what happens in that movie? Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, so Say Anything is a love story about just a guy who dates a girl who he feels is kind of out of his league. But what he finds out is that, you know, you don't really know someone until you actually, like, get to know them. And even then, you know, you don't really know. And it's interesting how... hmm. So I feel like what's really important in a movie is that if it has a theme, it establishes it in the first scene. Uh Like, it, it should. It's nice if it's the first shot, too, but, you know, that's that's just a cherry on top. That doesn't have to. Hmm. But it's interesting how the first line of the movie is the it's it's his female friend being like, oh, look, this freaking teacher who was such a douche to me the whole year, like, wrote this. And it's like a super nice thing. And she's like, freak, I don't know. I didn't know he actually cared, you know. And so I was like, huh, I wonder if that's actually a theme. And then it freaking was. Because the whole theme of the movie is like, it's hard to really know anyone. You know? But it's important to always try. Um, oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, that's a, good, that's a good thing to get out of it. I, okay. So I was incredibly surprised about this movie. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so excited to finally well, be Well, you should tell them why. <laughs> Yeah. It's my fault. It's my fault. Yeah, Jake, okay. It's definitely my fault. Jake was super nervous, and he was like, because he knows that I'm, like, high-key pretentious, and that, like, you know, he was worried that I'd be like, ew, what are you talking about, this this dumb normie movie, you know, and I would be like, oh, this this isn't a Charlie Kaufman insane acid trip, so therefore it's bad. You know, so like he he was like, yeah, I I know it's like cheesy, it's it, it's kind of bad, you know. <laughs> Actually, it's probably terrible. Actually, it's probably the I worst didn't say movie it was terrible. <laughs> no, but I was just like, but he downplayed it, and I'm like, Freak I just you, didn't dude. know. I was I was like, usually I can picture like him what he'll think and say mm-hmm. when he's watching it, so I usually am okay. Mm-hmm. But this one, I was like, I don't know, cause I and it's been so long since I've watched it myself, but I just remember I was like, it was also like the last time I watched it was probably back in high school, but I just yeah. remember it so well, and like. Anyway, so I just, like, wanted to make sure that it would be right. Of course, yeah. And, you know, I expected... What I expected was kind of, like, the same experience I got rewatching Ferris Bueller, where I'm, like, I'm constantly smiling, but I'm, like, ah, that's dumb. But, you know, it was the 80s, and it was a different time. Like, but, and you know, there are some things that people don't notice that are kind of not great about this movie. But, you know what? It's still... It's still kind of great. I didn't really expect it to be kind of this great because honestly, I think it's probably I don't know. Like it it starts out with a premise that's like kind of simple of just like girl out of my league, I x her out. But like yeah. it's it turns into a lot more and it it, it I don't want to call it a rom-com. Because the like anytime you say rom com, it doesn't what feel people like a think, comedy though. Like like no. that's the main theme. Doesn't even feel like a romance movie really. It feels mm. like 
a love story. A love I, story. I told him in the first ten minutes, like, this doesn't feel like a, oh, uh, oh, sorry, I dropped all my papers. Oh, yeah, that's all right. Let me help you pick them up. Oh, what's your name? Oh, my name's Jack. You know, it's, it doesn't <laughs> yeah, feel like that meat cute. Oh, Freaking you know, Mark looking. <laughs> it, yeah, but it doesn't feel like that kind of love. Even something like Pretty in Pink it doesn't feel like that. It feels yeah, yeah. it feels like like if you knew an old couple and you were like, oh, how did you guys meet and get married? And they told you the story like it's magical and it's cute, but it's not like dumb. I guess it's no. it's because literally like their meat moment that sounds horribly wrong. Their meetup, <laughs> bro. I'm trying to have a meat moment with you, right dude. Now. <laughs> bet, man. I'll pause the episode. There was a, but their their meat cute, you know, as they call it, is it's 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 not even like a meat cute. It's just him calling her and being like, "Hey, uh, I like you. Do you want to go out?" And her being like, "I, okay." And she even like looks in the yearbook and is like, oh, "What was this guy?" Like? She like looks at him and then like sighs like, yeah. like "Oh, okay." And I, okay, I took notes. I started taking notes. The first thing I wrote is just kind of simple. Okay. Like, it's a really simple movie, but I feel like, I don't know. It, it, it's just done really well in, like, I a agree. really subtle, quaint kind of way. It doesn't need to way. be something complex. It's just, no. but it just, it's that, I think that first off, the acting is awesome. I love that. Yeah. And then, the, like, the actors do a great job. The characters are pretty well written. Mm-hmm. And so they bring, I think they bring the depth and the, like, mm-hmm. The, you know the extra to it that that the story doesn't need to yeah you know i like i like how john cusack when crap hits the fan later which i will say this every romantic comedy has that moment where it's like oh what are you saying you're saying you don't like my cooking it's like no it's jessica i didn't mean that at all and it's like where bro- i break up with you peter i break up with you and then they're broken up, and it's like, oh, here's a montage of them being sad all by themselves. <laughs> but, like, this one, it actually feels like a progression that the characters are going through, and it actually feels like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. she's leaving. Of course, she's going to probably be like, okay, it would be and her really dad good to break up. And her dad. Well, yeah. I want to get to her dad later, because okay. there's a lot there. That there yeah, like, he's a really interesting character. Yeah. Um. Like it, it feels real, and it and mm, John Cusack, he doesn't get he doesn't get all sobby and cry and like, ooh, and it kind of well makes he does sense. a little bit, not a little, like, yeah, not he, like, well not he gets pathetic, sad, but he gets sad and he's is dramatic, yeah, but he's not like crying the whole time yeah, or whatever, yeah. and you know I don't I I was thinking like is it just because he's like he can't he's not like a great actor, but then I was thinking about it and watching him and there's a lot of restraint. Where it like you can see he's feeling these emotions, but he's not letting it show, and it makes he's sense. Suppressing them, yeah, because yeah, his dad is a military guy, but and so I didn't even naturally, think about that, actually, right? Yeah, that's interesting. But he's still but it's also overdramatic. Kind of his personality, yeah, and 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 of course that would be his personality, being like, you know, raised by a military dad and kind of living on his own. But then at the same time, he's got like a group of female friends yeah he, all of his friends are girls super dramatic and like yeah, yeah, yeah. and so he's got that sensitive side to him but he's also really straightforward yeah and yeah i i don't know i feel like i, even, all I of, love i love him as a character lloyd yeah. he's so funny because yeah. he's like he's he's nothing special i mean his hair looks like garbage honestly oh, yeah, bit, it looks yeah. stupid and like uh, he like there i mean there's nothing like super excited but he's ambitious i i really like 
the idea of this, sorry i'm kind of stealing it from you a no bit, no but i really what i love about this movie is that it gives you confidence a little bit almost because mm-hmm. like here's a guy who's like pretty average but like what he does is like he has so much confidence is like i would say his first off his biggest thing is he just has so much confidence mm-hmm. and like he's like i'm gonna do it you know let me let me get a picture with her but he's not creepy or anything he just goes for it you know yeah and he's confident about it and then like and he's just a genuine like good guy and because it is like she sees that in him and like like when he points out the stupid bottle of glass and stuff but she remembered yeah. that you know and, and I, she's like i just feel secure like it kind of establishes that in the first bit like yeah. that this isn't like this is not just a, a romantic comedy that's unrealistic and dumb like he straight up like the guy the weird looking dude is like how did you freaking get her and he's like i called her and it's like nice yeah and it's like this gives me hope but it's like (laughs) but yeah he just that's kind of a way of like dude i i asked her like dude that's how people meet is they talk and they ask each other out it's not this magical moment where oh i saw her at the cafe and i looked across and i looked in we were both reading the same manga and you know it's not that stupid freaking well he tried to have something like that but then she didn't even remember you know when they first met at the cafeteria that it refers to yeah we talked we we ate together we ate (laughs) like we ate like we were sitting across like from it but we didn't like but it was like kind of (laughs) i i really like that um also something that i really appreciated is like everyone it's weird to explain but everyone even the minor characters, they all kind of feel like people who... They feel so realistic. Like they're yeah, not forgettable. They no feel like is. they all existed before and after the movie ended. And, like, like they are, they have their own stories going on. Even the joke characters, like that crazy drunk dude, you freaking, you must chill! You must yeah. chill! <laughs> I'm glad you pointed that out because I feel there's something weird about that movie that it just feels so real. Yeah. Even though there is some things that almost feel unrealistic, it's... Mm-hmm. I don't think it's too far off. Like it feels no. like it feels like no one's like too large for life. Like it's all just mm. no one's a caricature. They all they all feel like freaking people, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I also like. I love that. So there's a scene that they always show you talking. Like there's a scene that they show you at film school <clears throat> that every film school shows it. It's a scene from The Social Network where Jesse Eisenberg and. <clears throat> justin timberlake are talking in a club yeah but it's like a really loud club and instead of just like oh yeah do you like this band yeah i like them a lot instead of that it's like you can't even hear them like because the music is just so loud and they're like shouting and they're like yeah honestly i don't even know and it's like what and you can barely hear them and it's like that's what's like that's good directing right there you had these people in a completely like silent sound stage just screaming mm-hmm. and it's like they, and you know the movie, the movie did that the movie like they were yelling constantly and they're like what wait what and like the the people in the background of the party actually feel like yeah, they're at yeah, a party yeah i love that too like i hate background party people that look like freaking npcs in the guitar hero that are like yeah. <laughs> one of one of three posts yeah. just moving consistently uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, they were all, do- all doing things, and they all had a role in it. It was really nice. I liked that. Mm-hmm. I, I liked. I, I, I honestly liked it a lot. And the um, romantic moments. Can you? Can we talk about the romantic moments for a little bit? Just like yes. some of the, like the montage. My favorite well, scene is the montage 
when he teaches her how to drive and mm-hmm. it goes from there leading up to them like doing the do mm-hmm. um, and everything like i love that montage like it's do you know beautiful. how we were it's talking so about good. like like tension and how like that one Korean show that you like yeah, yeah, yeah. is like really sexual without even. But there's even... no sex. Yeah, because it, yeah. it's just the tension. Yeah. That's what this movie was for, like romance. Like yeah. it just oozes romance, and you're like, gosh, I feel the chem. Because it's not just yeah. chemistry between two characters. Because like Amazing Spider-Man had that, yeah. and it was still Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, it's like every scene, no! freaking, uh, every scene was just like. That you could just feel the attraction between them and everything they're feeling, yeah. and yeah. like Even the from music. That first, like conversation where she has with him, where they're at the mm-hmm. the, sh- the coffee shop, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Like I just, with everything that's happening, I just don't feel like we can do this right now." Like, like so we're friends, right? And he's like, "Yeah, with potential." I'm like, like you can feel that she doesn't want to tell him that, mm-hmm. which is so weird. I just feel like with so many movies, like you just take the line for what it is, and you don't feel that from. Yeah. I don't know what the director did, but somehow every character, like you feel, you know what they're thinking and feeling. Like mm-hmm. you almost know how what they're gonna say. Well, yeah. But it's, like, it's not in a bad way. It's awesome. It's great. You could take this same it's script so and turn it into like a six out of ten movie with just like an average director. Yeah, you could, and you it really would still could. be good because the script is really good too. But it like. You know, you could easily turn this the classic cheesy way, but he. What do you think of all the, hmm. of all the lines? Like, there's so many. I would say almost every line in that movie is quotable. It's amazing. They're cute, they're but so they're not good. like they're not like you completely. You yeah, know, no, it's not like that. Which is from Jerry Maguire, which the director also directed. One of my favorite moments. Can I just tell you about? Mm-hmm. I pointed it out when we were watching it, but I, I don't think I can emphasize it enough. The the dad does this monologue. Which we, this will probably lead us into talking about the dad. Mm. But the dad does this monologue when she gets the scholarship and she's nervous and he's so excited. Because he's like broken his back to like get her here basically. Mm-hmm. He's freaking broken the law to get, <laughs> to get her to this point. And so he's finally – and he just wants to have you know, her to like be happy and stuff. And so he um, – so he's so excited. He gets excited. He's like singing in the car. He goes up to her and he tells her about everything. And she's like, I don't know. I'll have to go on a plane and all this stuff. And he's like – He's like, you think about it. Like, like you're so smart. You know, all those hours and all those everything you put in. And, like, it's like there's this big pyramid of all, everyone in the world. And it narrows down to person to person to person until it gets to the very top. And there's just one person at the top. And that's so special that they celebrate you on – they celebrate them on, on two continents. And it's you. He's like, where's the flaw in that? I just love – like, there's some things like that that are like, oh, well, like, it doesn't feel rehearsed. It just – but that's yeah. also because of the who the dad is. He's just like the guy who plays him, and also I should have done research on what his name is. But the guy that plays the dad, and also just like his character, is really cool. Yeah. What, what did you think of the dad? I, wow, like I I remember thinking like, wow, that's really it's really interesting how they didn't go the classic like, oh I don't like the who he's dead like yeah. Either just like, oh, stay safe, keep your carnal treasure, or, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, just like, oh, I don't like you hanging out with that boy. I'm stealing all your records and throwing them away. Rock and roll is of the devil. This is Reagan's America. Yeah, true. It's not like... It's It's neither of those. Like, Like, you can tell that he loves his daughter. Yeah. Like, you can really feel... It's not just like, oh, I'm stern, but I'll have moments of softness. Like, he's honestly... he's just always him. Constantly just like, I I love you so much. And, like... Yeah, and it's not even unrealistic. It's like... No. And it makes sense with the background. I love... I feel like that's exactly how someone like that would be. He's just a great guy, but, like... So it didn't work out with the marriage. She had Mm -hmm. to choose between them. Which... She chose him. Like, when he, like, gets... 
you know, like a little bit flustered about the whole like scandal. Yeah. Like when they first start investigating him, and then she he he tries to tell her, to tell him that, you know, she doesn't that she doesn't want to be in a relationship with him anymore. When the dad's trying to convince her. Yeah. And he's just like he doesn't know what to say, and he's just like I just want you to have everything. Is that wrong? Like what? Am I doing something wrong? Maybe I'm being selfish. Like yeah. I, I just want you know this is all for you. Yeah. I love that scene. I love all of that. Like oh man, he's just he's an interesting dad character. And he I does that. things that are like controlling but it's yeah. not like in a i want you to call him up now and, and it, yeah. it's just in like and she doesn't do it because oh daddy told me to yeah, yeah. she did it because she's like i love my she dad actually loves and him and he, he had reasons he's for probably it. right and he doesn't do all these things because oh i hate that boy like he's such a they don't go fully like oh he's just a bad guy or they don't go fully yeah. oh he's an angel He's such a complex character that I didn't expect to get a lot of. I know out of. me either. Well, at the beginning you're like, okay, yeah, he's a, just a. And then it's like, bit, oh, he has a side plot. I don't care. Okay, I don't really care about. But the then you tax do. Evasion. And then it's like, oh, he, he yeah. did it. Oh, oh shoot. shoot! Yeah, exactly. Like the whole yeah, time, yeah. I'm just like, wait, they're not doing this, but the, wait, they are. And it, yeah, it almost takes attention. Like you see the tax like guys come, and the first time you're like, "That's weird." And it's like, "Oh, the but evil you tax man!" Because you're like, "Okay, yeah. let's get back to the zigs." And then yeah. like, but then like after a while, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But then after a while, you're you start to like, okay, this is a reoccurring theme that like yeah. this is still going on. Yeah. I didn't see it coming at all. I'm really? like, I'm like, oh, so now she thinks he did it, and then she finds the money, and I'm like. Oh shoot! He did. He, okay, he pro. Is that just like hidden? And it's like, no, he did it. Oh my. Okay. Holy shoot. shoot! Yeah. <laughs> and it just kind of. I don't know. It. I would say it kind of in the same vein, maybe in the same like extended family. Huh? Does the kind of building on itself and spiraling out of control that being John Malkovich does not nearly as insane. Really. But just like in a way that's like you never know where it's going because it's like okay, fifteen minutes in, he got the girl. Uh, what? So where do we? Yeah. Where do we go now? Yeah. And I guess it's a lot about communication, and that's I, yeah. That's hmm. That's what kind of brings them together, and that's what makes their relationship different. Is he really it. does tell her everything? Yeah. Even exactly. when no, it's it like is. really weird and uncomfortable. And, and to the dad too, but it's charming. Like even when yeah. he's like, it's like, what are you gonna do with your life? He's like, ah, well, you know, Free I don't right. really know if kickboxing is gonna like go anywhere. That's my goal, but like I don't really know and. I'm not gonna figure it out on one night, so I'm just gonna mm. hang out with your daughter. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> it's so good. There's, he's just oh, so I love, honest. I love the Lloyd character. He's amazing. But you know what character I didn't expect to just like adore? Which one? Friggin' the girl's mom. Well, not adore, but like she was in Diane's one scene. Mom? Yeah, Diane's mom was in yeah, one just scene. The one with the boyfriend. And as soon, but as soon as you see her character. Mm-hmm. And just everything about her, like the close-up on her, we saw it in 4K HD. Not to flex, but we like, We definitely you know. did watch it in 4K. Yeah. Heck yeah. As soon as it shows her, and just like her face, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I know exactly everything about this character. And like, you knew it was her mom, too. It's, it's, oh, yeah, it does look Somehow like her, you were too. Like, yeah, they, they but I, I wrote written on their faces, because I'm like, everything is written on this person. Like, that's a really good the, way to The caked that. on makeup, the hair that's like clearly spent a lot of time putting it together mm. like her outfit her obnoxious earrings stuff like but but just everything about that scene i just love because it's that's it, interesting it shows is that your favorite scene i don't know i think maybe 
I think it's one of my favorites because like really? she's so it's such a cool characterization. She's in one scene and we know everything yeah. about her. Yeah, you and just and you almost feel close to her. Too. Yeah, that, but that's all the characters. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And she's not Even like freaking you must mom. chill guy. Yeah, and she's not just like the standard evil mom who cares about the boys more than her. Like it's clear that she cares about her daughter too, even if a lot of the time she does have ulterior motives. Mm -hmm. But you can tell all of that from one freaking like what minute and a half long scene. Yeah, I I really it's love great. that. It's great. I like. Hmm. Gosh, what else did I write down? Because there's a lot. Yeah, I want to hear the rest of the stuff you have written. Okay. The, okay, so there's a lot of music in this movie. There is, like, yeah. Not just, like, bangers, like, in your eyes. Song. But, that freaking song, man. It's it's, it's, it's a banger. It's oh, shoot. But shoot. what I appreciated is the first time they kiss, which is, like, it feels like months after they've been dating. But yeah, in reality, yeah. it's because I'm just like, man, you guys need to just freaking make out already. I yeah, yeah, yeah. But... but when they kiss, there's no music. And it's like, you know, that's restraint. Because you could easily do this sweeping orchestra or like the, well, it's, it's the 80s. So probably like the synth, in, yeah. like, you know, but but it's silent because you don't need it. Because the whole time you're just like, man, I feel this freaking romance. I feel it. It's it's tangible. Yeah. I can freaking bite exactly. into it. It's in the air. Exactly. And then as soon as they kiss, you're like, you know, yeah, the more we talk about it, I think that's the best part of that movie is just the realness to it. It mm -hmm. just feels real. It's a 6 out of 10, maybe 7 out of 10 script. Probably 6. It's a 6 out of 10 script that was just told exceedingly well. So good. And it's just... By the actors, by the directing, by the it, cinematography. It's really good. It's just yeah. really dang. And, the, and their kiss isn't even like, oh, they're in the rain or, oh, they come back. There is one of those. Oh well, that's yeah, in yeah. The montage. But but still, you know, it's not like their first kiss isn't this like, and then we stood at the door and then we kissed yeah, yeah, or it's like, not like build up to that. Yeah. No, it's literally just there in the car and he's just like, I'm gonna plant one on you, and it's like, yep, that feels right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just how it is. And well, even that moment, they almost kiss for the first time when he like, she's like changing and like they're about to have the dinner party. Yeah, he you know, looks at the dictionary and everything, and then mm -hmm. she holds the clothes up, and then he like. They just like have a moment where it's just you can just feel it. Like it's like, and then me. they get called downstairs. You know, yeah, it's it's, it's such a moments like that movie. is where it really goes down. You know, mm. that's when you all of a sudden you just get kicked by the feels, and you're like, man, I'm gonna kiss this, this woman. movie. Gave me the freaking largest heart boner. I will say, yeah, this is a heart boner. It movie is a heart completely. boner movie. If yeah. you also 100%. listeners, if you haven't listened to the song. By Ninja Sex Party called Heart Boner. Listen to it freaking right now. It's, it's, it's so choice. It's so that's that is how I felt. Yeah, because it's just so like romantic, and I'm like, gosh, man, I just want so real. Like I want to get a girl, and I want to like sit her down gently on my bed and hold that girl's hand, man. Frick, I want to. I want to drive and laugh. I want to bend her neck over onto my shoulder and have it <laughs> rest there gently. I don't like the tone. It makes it sound like it's really rough, but you just <laughs> But just like that's how it feels. You're just like, man, like, freaking I lay want her down this. in a bed of roses and, and take her to the riverette dock. <laughs> Damn you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it just feels like constantly like, man, that's just so romantic. But it doesn't yeah. but at the same time it doesn't feel like 
the characters are just self inserts. No. Like it doesn't feel like fan fiction. Where no, it's just like I want to no, be this guy. No, it's just guy. good. It's just real. They're characters. Real They're human people. relationship building, which and is it's just great. So interesting. Um. Oh, also after they do the after they have sex and John Cusack is in the guitar shop talking to his lady friends. Uh huh. I, I thought it was really fun that, like, he had the guitar the whole time, and he was literally scoring the scene with the guitar. Because, like, when there's, like, kind of tension, he does, like, a bring And then, like, like at, on the punchline, cool. he's, like, ding, 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 And it's just, like, yeah. he's scoring the scene. It's not, like, him being, like, da na 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 And it's, like, ha-ha, funny. It's just, like, something, like, yeah, subtle. and really like, nice. It's really nice. I, I like mm, that, too. I enjoyed it. And I think the last thing I want to say... I'm glad they didn't make the dad, like, a bad guy from the beginning. Like, there are moments where you see, like, okay, they do have a really strong relationship, but it's almost, like, preventing her from other things. Like, she can't even feel happy about her scholarship because she's just, she's just like – stressed about Yeah, it. she's like, I don't want to leave my dad. Like, I, I love him so much. He's going through all this crap. And you can see how it's kind of unhealthy. Yeah, like, even just though a he's, little Even bit. though he's all doing – trying to do it for her benefit. Of course, and, yeah. You know. And, like – him like kind of subtly not even manipulating but just suggesting yeah, yeah. like hey maybe you should break up with this guy because i don't i don't know you know and like yeah it and you see him like i love his like you can see so much of his like inner like trying to control and like okay all right and then mm -hmm. like like his i feel like with parents sometimes like in movies they just seem really unrealistic or they mm -hmm. just seem like like what's going on in there like besides they're just either like you're grounded or like yeah. All right, young man, like you're talking about, uh -huh. you know, but him, you can see him going like, I don't know what the freak did. Like, she's a yeah. grown adult. She's the smartest person I've ever, I created, you know, yeah. this beautiful, smart person. And I just want her to have so much. And he also has the guilt from the things he's doing, but mm -hmm. he's just waiting, biding his time because everything's starting to pay off yeah. now all the, all the time. And you can just see him like, I, I want a parent, but now she's doing this stuff and I don't know. And you can see that. I love that. And you can see how he's justifying his, like, criminal actions by being like, yeah, but I'm, I'm like, giving. This is for you. And, it's and it like, was. It was. But then at the same time, it's like th that house wasn't for her. And that yeah, jukebox, the jukebox was not for her. her. Yeah. Which really freaking subtle way of being like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, I picked it up from a guy for $8,000 willing to part with it. And then it's just like, oh. Dang. Oh, and then later, and then later, like he's talking to the IRS guy, and he's like, "Yeah, are there things around the house around the eight thousand yeah, dollar range?" That, and that I was look, like, "Something wait that looked nice, but not too nice." Does yeah. he get a lot of gifts? Yeah, and it's the freaking jukebox, and it's like they literally set that up. And yeah, it's, so, it's great. It's, it's like a it. it's a really clever way of doing it. Yeah, I like it. And it would have been so easy to just make the dad either like, "You don't go out with." And just hate him from the beginning. But, like, as yeah. soon as he comes to the doorstep, you can kind of see the dad, like, this is a good guy. Yeah, and you don't see him, you don't see it coming from a mile away. Like, no. when he's in the car at the no. beginning. But you can you understand slowly. at the same time how he's, like, okay, uh, this this guy's kind of going to, he's yeah. going to take away my last moments with my daughter before she leaves. And you yeah. can kind of just, you can just feel it. There's feel so much unspoken. Oh, and when he's, like, when he, like, breaks down and he's, like, just sitting in the tub, like. Yeah. Like after the card gets declined yeah shoot there's that's a great scene i didn't your, expect that you need to tell me your favorite scene we need to do that favorite scene what's your oh. favorite one? Oh, uh hmm. and then i'll tell you mine frick honestly my favorite scene my favorite scene is probably the um my favorite scene is probably either the mom scene or the 
I love just the entirety of the party. Oh. The party is really yeah, cool. Just like, just because there's so much there that's like they're not just drunken buffoons or just like the people aren't set pieces. They're they're mm-hmm. doing their own thing and like so many parts could be played for laughs, but they're playing it straight and it's like oh. and all the chaotic stuff like yeah, like the guy in the like, chicken costume. Yeah, and then and that one guy that they they get super drunk and he like looks in the mirror and he's like oh no oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, he drinks a little more, you know, like just random side people that it focuses on the yeah. conversation that Diane has with that one chick. Yeah. And, um, and how she's like, why did, why are you going with, with him? And she's like, he made me laugh. I'm yeah. Like, I love that. And like, like when she's like, he checks up on me and he like keeps looking like, over look and he's at like, it. yeah. And like I, the, that one awesome shot when he has like the key bag on his head. Oh my gosh. And it just kind of, everyone's a little blurred and it just kind of, you see <laughs> and you him just like, see him like looking at her like. <laughs> I love that. I it's love like that. it has the same energy as that shot from her where he's remembering his last like his his relationship uh-huh. and you see him in the streets and they both have the cones on their head and they're like yeah. n- hitting each other with them. Oh yeah. I it's got the same that. like vibe as that. Yeah, you know? I got you. But it's I that whole sequence I feel like was just really just fun to watch and satisfying when in oh, reality and the whole thing with joe and yeah her performing her songs and stuff yeah. like that i'm still wondering like kind of what joe and her like little character arc there has to do with like the theme of the movie and stuff like that i don't really know i think it's just yeah. to like give her some like yeah credit as like she's his... not just the weirdo friend yeah no like... she's like the, she's like one of the boys like she helps yeah. out you know yeah. but she has and i only I only feel that like I understand it and I don't really question that part very much because I had a friend exactly like that throughout high school that was always giving me like advice with women. It was really mm-hmm. funny. And because I felt that same that same way and she was always making like terrible decisions with her own life, but mm-hmm. she gave like awesome advice. Yeah. And so I was always like, "What do you know?" But then she would tell me and stuff and I'm like, "Yeah, I should do that." And yeah. and like I just like that. I think it's funny. And that's I, the I, thing. I, it really hit home for me. It's the real it's the realness of some of that even though yeah. she's a caricature it kind feels of. real but it doesn't feel like hashtag relatable yeah, yeah, yeah like I as much you. as i love the breakfast club like sometimes it does feel like has this ever happened to you you know oh. or like just moments like that where it's like all oh, right this, yeah, yeah. this character recycled from 20 other movies like yeah, all the no, people right. just kind of they're, feel they're like own, they're people own yeah no one is just like completely 100 percent evil or even joe's wait no joe is the boyfriend the ex-boyfriend right yeah yeah even joe like he's he like, shows up later too like when yeah. he goes and visits all the guys and, yeah. like outside the pub he's there yeah but like there's still some like moments of him where you're like oh, that's a night that that's like he's mm. a how he's like yeah i keep all of her tapes it's like that's you know you can tell yeah, that he's he a tool cares. but like but and like everyone's everyone's just people if if that person didn't have that line and they were just a tool like th- it wouldn't really matter but no. the fact that they did take that they extra did. care to like do those things just really I appreciate that. Yeah. And I oh. want to talk about the ending cuz like oh, okay. we talked about the ding a little bit. How oh it's like yeah. yeah, as soon as the no smoking thing dings, like we're we're going to be good, we're going to be safe and like the last thing you hear in the movie it goes black and you hear the ding. And I remember telling. And there's like a moment of like almost waiting a little yeah, bit, like, like awkwardly long, where you start to actually go like, oh, is something gonna happen? Yeah. yeah. But like it's kind of, you know, it, it matches even what the characters are going through, where it's like, did we make the right decision? Like, should we be doing this? Is this an issue? Like, 
what are we going to do with our lives? It reminds me a lot of the last scene of The Graduate, which is beautiful because basically it turns this monumentous like yay occasion into like frick what next this is frick what are we supposed to do Mm -hmm. and it feels like to me in the script there was no ding and it was kind of just left on like an unsure kind of almost almost tragic note but like it's like i told you last night you make a movie three times once while you're writing it, once while you're filming it, and the third time while you're editing it. And I feel like in the script writing phase, there was no ding, and it was just kind of a somber, like, kind of frightening moment. But then when they filmed it and they started editing it and they oh. realized how how great those characters work together, like, and how just pure that relationship was. Like, it wasn't perfect, but it was just right. pure. And they realized, like, nah, that wouldn't, that wouldn't really work because, honestly he's freaking great for her and she's great for him and you know their future is actually going to be bright we have no doubts and just wanted to point that out anyway what's your favorite scene my favorite scene is when she visits him she finds out that about her dad and she visits him at the dojo and he gets kicked in the face i love the dialogue (laughs) there i love that whole part like Mm -hmm. it just oh it just resonates with me so hard like when Mm -hmm. she goes and she's like she realizes and she's like Man, I just tossed this guy that I love more than anything off to the wayside. And she goes to him and now there's nothing holding it back really. Mm-hmm. And she's like she's like, I need you. Like I have no one. I need I need you. Like I love you. And he's like she's like, Do you hear me? Like how many times do I need to say it? And he's like, Just one more time would be nice. <laughs> like she tries to kiss him and he like pushes her away yeah. for the first time. Like he doesn't like simp for her in that yeah. moment. He's wait, hold on. Do you need are you here just because you need someone or because you need me? And then there's that pause, and she's just kind of like, and it doesn't even show her her, her reaction, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. But then he just goes, "Nah, forget, it, I don't care." <laughs> and then he just kisses her, and I love it. And it has that same like, has that same like, energy. At least to me, I recognize it felt like I had the same energy as when, um, she's explaining about the sex thing to her dad, and she's like, "And I went over all of the procedures, and then I decided not to have sex with him." But then I attacked him anyways. <laughs> and like, just like, it just has that same kind of like, ah, forget, I don't care, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of their whole thing is like, like they're, they're, I don't know. They're doing, they're, they're living their dreams and everything. But like, yeah, it's, it's, it's about their relationship. And, and normally, it happened. normally like, I, I want to bring up like their breakup for a minute because oh, like, okay. normally when the breakup happens in a rom-com, it's like, there's always one person to blame and you're like. I guess I can kind of see what you're, where you're, like, what you're saying, but, like, also that's really dumb and stupid, and all you have to do is just talk about it, and it'd be fine, so what the frick is your deal, and that's either the girl or the guy, you either hate one, and one of them gets all angry, and like, but in this, like, you can really, you can really understand and sympathize with both because it's like yeah that yeah. sucks that you got broken up with that especially sucks with, with him you love. but it also makes sense from diane's yeah, perspective because it's like she's leaving and he like starts months, to freak out know? she's like don't get angry with me like this is hard for me too yeah and like oh. it's it's i like that scene too but i don't like it as much as the dojo scene i don't know why but i just i get chills every time i watch it i just like it's such a good like romantic climax for me that's yeah. what i would say i you know, I was really honestly surprised about this movie. Yeah, uh, 
frick. I'm I'm really not seeing any like any romantic movies that I would call like better than this. Like even even Raising Arizona, which was made by the Coen brothers who cannot do wrong. Uh-huh. Plus it has Nicolas Cage. Nice. <laughs> I don't and even Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I don't think another 80s romance feels as real and as sincere as this one. Mm-hmm. I I love I love movies like this. Movies that have like really kind of okay good scripts, yeah. but they're just done exceedingly well because that just that's that, that's how I feel. It's like you can you can have a amazing movie with a terrible script yeah like it's completely possible like it, it just shows how much power the director has but the way it's done by all these actors and this amazing director is so stylish and like sympathetic and understandable and that's what this movie feels like it feels like a a not subpar but just a par yeah, script yeah. if that's if that's a On thing par, yeah not, not like a, it ain't no birdie <laughs> But yeah, what would you rate it? Give it a rating. Let's you know, rating. I'm thinking, I feel like I want to watch it more times, and I'd be mm. totally fine with owning it. And I think I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10, although it's a lot closer to a 9 than a 7. Really? Like, it's really close. I feel like rewatching it, it would go up. I was expecting, like, maybe a 7 closer to an 8, or an 8 closer to a 7, but not, not a freaking almost 9 out of 10. Holy shoot. Hmm. What a dank, dank movie! Heck yeah, Frick. What about you? I gives it, it gets a ten for me. Yeah, 100%. look at that, look at that. It's a good episode. Heck yeah. Um. Anyway, so we had some good movies that we talked about today. Feel free to you know watch them with your watch them. Comment with your opinions. What do you mm-hmm. feel like it is? Yeah, don't take our opinions just because we have a friggin' channel. What do we know? We're yeah, just we cavemen. Know. We don't know anything. We're just, We're just cavemen. cavemen Which is, we in fact we apologize in the name of this podcast because we don't know anything but yeah. we enjoy talking about it and hopefully you enjoy listening and and getting your own thoughts and everything like that and our next episode is going to be good too we're going to do a little different episode i'm not mm-hmm. going to recommend one and jake isn't going to recommend one it's not one of those things uh instead what we're going to do is we are going to have a guest he is a streamer who does apex legends and uh call of duty um, he's absolutely great in the sack. Uh, his name is Curiexen. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I know his real name, but I don't want to dox him. Um, <laughs> Got him. But basically, we are going to be reviewing, well, re-reviewing, re-evaluating the Star Wars new Disney trilogy. Mm-hmm. Because Jake hadn't seen them until just like a few weeks ago. I had seen them, and I didn't like them. Uh, and Curiexen has seen them and loves them. So I told him we're going to rewatch them, go in with an open mind, and see kind of what we think about them. So uh, crap's going to hit the fan. So if you like Star Wars, or if you don't like Star Wars, feel free to join in on our next podcast. We're going to talk about it. We're going to just really dive into all the movies and uh, have a great time with it. I'm Mm -hmm. excited. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to freaking stick my tongue down there. Mm.